0: I have to say this pricing looks wildly out of mind, what I would even begin to expect Ooh. for a maid even a maiden voyage over That's Christmas high. week. Welcome back, everybody, to a special live edition of the DCL Duo podcast brought to you by My Path Unwinding Travel. And I'm going to bring Sam and Karen, our fabulous show sponsor for My Path Unwinding Travel, into the screen here because it is Treasure Announcement Day. Yay! Yeah, we are so excited. So
1: Open so excited. up the gates! <laughs>
0: <laughs> so lots of announcements this morning. A lot of stuff that uh, was not said in the video, but that we know about from the press release from Disney and the other materials that they have put out to the quote-unquote media uh, and travel agents. And so we're going to share a bit more out of the announcements this morning um, I just want to, you know, l- before we dive into kind of the flow of the show, actually, I should step back and say, let's just start the show real quick, rapid fire round, excited, meh, or disappointed about the treasure. Sam, you go first.
1: Excited, um, because there are specific things I'm excited about. Karen? I'll leave it there. A mixture of excited and meh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All
0: right. And I have your I have a feeling that your uh review may be uh similar to many others out there in the community. I'm I'm with Sam. I'm excited. There are some spaces on the wish that I'm super excited about. And oh man, am I excited? Sorry, the treasure that I'm excited about. And oh man, <laughs> am I excited for seven night itineraries? Like that exactly. was tough for me. So let's uh let's start there. So a couple of kind of caveats as we start into the show. We are gonna be showing you some photos and videos that were supplied to us by Disney uh, should say these are at this point all what I would call artist renderings. A lot of uh, CGI and things like that. Because remember, this ship is still in pieces over in the shipyard right now. And so these spaces have not been built out and finalized. So these are the artist renderings of some of these things. And um, I may have some comments about that along the way. Uh, second thing is, I, you know, I want to acknowledge that um, I think some people will be excited about these announcements. Some people will not be mm-hmm. uh, in part because uh, I want to be very clear. If Disney didn't talk about it today, it may mean that it's not changing. We are expecting some more announcements out of Disney for The Treasure. We'll talk about some things that they held back that we are kind of maybe expecting to see down the line. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we know from the the photos that we'll show you that there are just some things that they are sticking to their guns around. Like the adult space will have that infinity pool uh, in the same kind of area that it has it today. Um, The running track the promenade deck is not changing so they have yeah, not basically changed basically there that is design. no running track yeah and so we have heard from several folks who got the direct media briefing that um you know look this is really about a re-theming of space not a redesign of space on the ship so you should just be prepared that the treasure is the wish's sister ship and so with that we're excited because we like the wish um but let's get into some of the uh, the details i want to start up front going um, to see if I can bring up the slide that I created. For those of you listening to this audio podcast after, you can also head over to our YouTube channel uh, to watch the live presentation here. But I want to start with some key info and dates. And uh, Karen has a little bit more info to add here in a second. But just to start off, as we suspected, she will be sailing 7-night Eastern, Western, Caribbean itineraries. Out of Port Canaveral, uh, which we think bodes that the fantasy will be making its way down to uh, Port Everglades at some point. Uh, But basically, the treasure seems to be picking up the fantasy's routes. Her main voyage will be a seven-night Eastern Caribbean out of Port Canaveral, sailing on December 1st of 2024. And I do want to spend a minute talking about that here in just a second. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bookings will open to Castaway Club on September 12th, 2023. It will be tiered and Karen has some more information there. Uh, and then bookings open to the public on September 20th of 2023. Let's Let's uh, let's back up before we get into the tiered bookings. Uh, December 21st, uh, 2024 Maiden Voyage. Yeah. Uh, Christmas. Christmas, Christmas uh, week voyage. Uh, no word from Disney, I should say, on whether this will be a very merry time sailing or not as of yet. Uh, but that's... Uh, Man, that's a bold move by Disney. Christmas week, maiden voyage. uh, Yeah, yeah.
1: you've got to have Christmas decorations for that sailing. And then you've got to rip them down and take them off for the very next sailing, which will be a New Year's sailing. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Um, Of course, as a couple of people have mentioned in the comments, uh, Blues Traveler Girl... Blues Travel Girl says, "Wow, that maiden voyage will be pricey because of holiday and maiden. Yeah, it's. I mean, maidens are generally quite expensive to begin with, and then of course, very merry times are expensive as well. So, who knows? I mean, are we going to see maybe double pricing or something on this? It's. I'm really curious about that too because remember,
2: it's a seven night. So we've got seven night pricing. We've got maiden voyage pricing, and Christmas. Perhaps it's going to tamp down the demand Mm -hmm. for that week. We shall see. I think there's going to be, you know, obviously a lot of people really excited. But I, for one, I thought I was going to be all in to sail that week. And I'm going to have to back off because I cannot sail for the maiden over Christmas. I've got to be home with my family at that time. We're just not ready to to be on a cruise ship yet. So I'll be curious to see how others feel about it.
0: Yeah, my my general rule of thumb on pricing on a seven night would be, you know, get in opening day between five and seven thousand. Usually about a thousand dollars a night to get on a ship, depending you know if you're going in an inside cabin less, you're going concierge more. Um, my rule of thumb for concierge is usually two thousand dollars a night at a you know sort of at the minimum, depending on your category of of stateroom. Yeah, I expect this thing maybe twenty five hundred ish a night, depending on your category of. Uh, of stateroom up in concierge, and who knows, uh, you know, at the regular verandas and inside cabins. I do think, I do wonder if Disney did this as a way to tamp down a little bit of the demand on the maiden voyage. Uh, but I also look at it and go, I bet they're doing it because they wanted to sail in December, and they need kids out of school to do that if they're going to fill the ship. And so they've, they've, that's that's their best opportunity. No one's in school that week. And so they can they can put that itinerary out there. I will say also this. I think this means this ship sails its maiden voyage on December 21st. No delays. Because I cannot imagine the ruckus it would cause if people booked their Christmas vacation with Disney on the Disney Treasure and then got an email three months in advance saying, well, now we're going to go in February or something like that. So everything we're hearing is they will take delivery of this ship at some point in September and we'll use the remaining time between then and December to get the ship fully ready. So I think that they are trying to accommodate all of those delays uh, that they experienced with the Wish. And I think putting it in Christmas week means this ship sails on December 21st. So that's, that's just my opinion. Um, Karen, I'd love for you to chat a bit about and while you start talking and try and get the, uh, get the graphic you sent over up on screen, but some of the itineraries and how far they're going to be booking out and then what the booking tiers will look like.
2: Absolutely. Maybe we should go ahead and start with the booking tiers. Uh, well, first of all, let's talk about the maiden voyage on December 21st will be Eastern Caribbean is my favorite type of itinerary, uh, leaving Port Canaveral to Tortola, St. Thomas, and Castaway Key with three sea days, which I think will be fantastic because I've always loved Ooh, being at sea. And I love three sea days. Oh, I love that! Is the best, especially on a new ship to experience everything that it has to offer. So for those of you that are interested in that maiden voyage sailing, or perhaps the next one, which is December 28th, that will be New Year's. Um, And that's going to be Western to Cozumel, Grand Cayman, Jamaica, and Castaway Key with two sea days. So I think both of those are going to be really popular with the holiday season. And maybe New Year's is even going to be more popular for those that need to be home for Santa. Um, So we have a few different uh, booking windows to mention. So for all these initial itineraries, Pearl will open a week from today on Tuesday, September 12th. And then we have... Platinum the following day on the 13th, as well as any of you who are members of Golden Oak Club can also book on Wednesday. On Thursday, the 14th, we have Gold, and that is um, the booking window for the rest of the week through the weekend. So there's nothing new for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then Monday, the 18th, So two weeks from yesterday, we have the ability for DVC and Adventure Insiders who have taken one or more adventures by Disney vacation that they can book. Then Silver on Tuesday, September 19th. And then the general public on Wednesday, September 20th. So we have over a
1: two-week time frame for bookings that really have spread it out. Can I yeah. make a prediction though? My prediction is there's no way there's space left on the maiden by the 18th. There may other bookings, the other sailings that are after the maiden will probably still be available. There'll be some availability, I should say, for the essentially the inaugural season, right? But my guess is that maiden will be sold out before the 18th. It could even be sold out by the 14th, but you know who knows? I, I yep. agree. I agree.
2: Yeah, the the other thing to
0: highlight is the itineraries that we have right now only go out into April, so not the full inaugural season just yet. So they go out until late April. Uh, so expect some more itineraries on the Treasure to come out. You know, in the, I would suspect, I suspect the coming months with another itinerary yeah. release because Disney's lost to release their other ship itineraries for those some of those periods of time. I believe. Um, Ryan, Can is- you
1: pull up that other um, that other page that you had for a second there and tell me is January fourth? Missing. I was about to mention, January 4th is missing.
0: So yeah. that probably bodes a DVC charter, uh, which would make some sense. Do the maiden voyage, do a paid sailing for New Year's Eve because Disney doesn't want to give that one away. Right. Uh, and then... As they did with The Wish, I would suspect that they're going to do a a week-long DVC charter sailing on January 4th. For those of you who are DVC members, we don't know that for sure. uh, But I would pay special attention to announcements coming out of DVC in the coming uh, weeks or months because I suspect that's what will happen there. Um, The other thing I want to point out, the the tiering sticks to the Castaway Club tiers, which is nice this this time around. You don't have this like, am I super platinum, uh, moderate platinum, or just platinum. Uh, It's really just Aria (laughs) Pearl, platinum. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Golden Oaks, I don't remember, Karen, Golden Oaks typically going with Platinum. And it's also interesting to me that they're giving priority to DVC and ABD over Silver Castaway Club members with Disney yeah. Cruise Line. Um, the, so I, I, just, I, I can't recall. Do you recall, Karen, if they typically do Golden Oaks with Platinum or maybe they've bumped them up in the process because of Pearl?
2: I don't recall. I actually was looking at some of our old emails that we've sent out. And let's see if I can pull that up and see. Yeah, Uh, I do feel like...
1: My recollection was though that DVC and adventures by Disney insiders were normally at the same time as silver. I don't remember for golden Oak. I think golden Oak may have been with gold instead of platinum, but I don't think they were down with silver, but I don't remember DVC. I I, I can say in October
2: one, October 2018, while back golden Oak, actually 2018, February, 2020 golden Oak was with platinum Okay. Oh, okay. So, um, it makes
0: um, it makes sense. They really I mean they're really uh tearing out spend here. I mean, people who own in gold Oaks are spending lots of money with Disney and you yeah. know, that's kind of the way the company is headed. I do if I were a Silver Castaway Club member, I'd be slightly annoyed that DVC and ABD get the book ahead of me because that's it's a D- DCL loyalty program first, but you know, it is it is what it is. I'll just also note before we kind of move ahead here uh that there's some special policies for booking the Maiden Voyage. So if you're booking yourself, uh, we've got them up on screen here briefly. But if you're booking yourself or using a travel agent, be sure you know what those policies are because they are going to be different than a regular sailing and you're going to have uh, shorter cancellation periods and more fees and, and and all of that sort of stuff. So pay special attention to that if you're looking to book the Maiden Voyage. I also did just want to put up really fast this uh, comment from... Uh, Thomas, who says that the website might have had a glitch, and here's the pricing that he saw when he searched for four adults. I have to say, this pricing looks wildly out of room, what I would even begin to expect Ooh. for a maid, even a maiden voyage that's over Christmas high. week. So I, I think if there's a glitch here, this might be showing you like I don't know, like there's no. I, I just imagine that a concierge who stateroom knows? would start at thirty five thousand dollars. Like that just, oh, that 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 hurts my heart if that's that's true. And certainly Hi. for Oceania, yeah.
1: I don't know. it could be. I,
2: I don't think it's I don't think it's out of whack necessarily. We shall really, see. Really for for
0: like a for like a family veranda concierge room, you think 35 grand to start? Oh man, that's ooh.
2: I think it could be for the maiden. I mean, Disney is pretty proud of themselves, so we yeah. shall see.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd like to I'd like to go back and look at what Listen, the maiden they gotta pricing build was that, like. I'd like to go back and look at what the maiden, dream. I'd like to go back and look at what the maiden pricing was like on the wish. Uh, and get that per night, and multiply by seven, and see if it gets to this. But uh, we'll have to go back and do some sleuthing. Maybe I can assign that over to the, our our master sleuth, uh, Sam. But yeah, this this that's a tough pill to swallow for a Veranda stateroom at uh, seventeen thousand dollars. But we shall see. Um, let's move okay. on and talk about some of the stuff that um, you know. We know that Disney didn't highlight. In today's announcement, as we kind of mm-hmm. go forward. So, uh, they were pretty upfront that there will be a new Broadway stage show, but we don't know what that will be. Uh, so, yeah. expect further announcements there. You know, we've had some speculation in our Substack and in our Facebook group and elsewhere around what that might end up being. I'm still kind of thinking Moana, um, but we don't know at this point in time. Um, the other thing we don't know about is what is happening to hyperspace lounge. So we'll talk about in a minute, the periscope pub that's replacing keg and compass. And I did get a few questions this morning around, is that, is that hyperspace? And no, it's not. That's where the keg and compass is on board the wish today. Uh, and so we don't know what's happening to hyperspace lounge. I'm still suspecting it will be haunted mansion themed. Uh, but no word from Disney on that, and zero word in any of the lead-up about haunted mansion theming, except for that sort of mysterious. Like there was a uh, stamp on the outside of the box that hinted at haunted mansion, and there had been a previous teaser of the hitchhiking ghost in a porthole, but nothing definitive around what it's going to be. Um, yeah. We also yeah. don't know anything about uh, some of the restaurant shows. Um, mm-hmm. We we know some things that we'll talk about here in a second, but we don't have full details. Uh, from Disney as of yet. And I should also say on the bar side, we don't know what's happening with Nightingale Lounge. If it's just coming back as is, which could be the case. Although the theming there doesn't seem to fit with Adventure as neatly. So I'm wondering if we'll see a little bit of a, a re-theming mm-hmm. in that space. Uh, now, but- did
2: you all see the Hey Hey Cafe? Yes. What are y'all about that?
0: Yeah. I, I haven't seen what that will be, but yeah, I, I I suspect Nightingales won't stay the same because what it's it's Cinderella themed Is that
1: what it is on the Wish Sam? No, it's um. I'm trying to remember if that's Sleeping Beauty, the Nightingale. I I honestly can't remember. It's gonna yeah. it's gonna yeah. take me a minute to think of it. Yeah. Though you didn't mention, Brian, it, and I think they didn't emphasize in the video, and they haven't really emphasized in the paperwork, but has become pretty obvious is that the fantasy, sorry, the fantasy, the treasure sailings will be going to Castaway Key. Yes. And we knew that based on the map, but they haven't really highlighted the fact that it won't really be going to Lighthouse Point. Not to say there won't be some. Sailings like when they do a southern Caribbean itinerary that's you know maybe a 10 or 11 night, that that will probably go, I would guess, to Lighthouse Point and Castaway. There might be some special sort of we'll call them new double dip sailings that go to both as well. But their regular seven night itineraries, Eastern and Western, will not go to Lighthouse Point. They're really trying to, I think, highlight the sailings out of uh, Fort Lauderdale and get those to go to Lighthouse Point to draw some of the demands there as well. So uh, Nightingale is Cinderella. Thank you, Sammy Fleck, for that. I could not remember. Yeah. All right. Well, let's
0: let's talk about... I, I like to start with bars and restaurants because a lot's happening in this space and there are sure. common spaces a lot of people are going to use. Um, let's talk about what we know is coming back, is not changing. First, adult dining, nothing changes. The Rose Bar will be back. Palo Steakhouse will be back, themed to Cogsworth. And Enchante will be back, themed to Lumiere. So that whole adult dining area, expect. Just a complete lift and shift from the wish. I don't even expect menus to change beyond what they might do with kind of seasonal menu changes in those restaurants. So those are coming back. Also returning, I think, in a a slight decor change, but fundamentally the same menu and the same kind of space is going to be 1923. So 1923 is kind of that upscale restaurant a la Lumiere's. Or, royal
1: court, royal yeah. palace, uh, Tritons. Yeah, right. it's going to be the classic centrally grand, you know, grand hall slash atrium located, rotational dining, um, with a really nice standard menu.
0: So what announcement, I would expect it to be largely the same. They'll have some new decor in there to focus more on the adventure theme of the ship, we suspect. Uh, but you know, now I would suspect you'll see 1923 again on the next ship. I suspect you'll see the same adult dining on the next ship. And as we also suspected, Worlds of Marvel is the new animator's palette of the Wish class and so is returning to the Disney treasure. Uh, but let's pause there because one of the consequences of doing some seven night sailings is you got to do AB show rotations and AB menus. And so uh, one thing I wanted to sort of highlight is even though some of these restaurants are coming back and you will probably see their standard menu that you've seen from the wish, you're going to have to get a second menu because you're going to that restaurant at least twice plus a pirate night. And so that also means new shows. So let's, let's pause and talk about worlds of Marvel for a second, Sam, what's uh, what's going on with worlds of Marvel. And I'm going to pull up some of the art that Disney sent us as well.
1: Yeah, so we've seen the quantum core and we've seen, you know, obviously some Spider-Man art. So we think um, and we have essentially surmised that we will have the same show on one of the nights. So I'm going to call that the A show. And then there will be a B show. Now, the B show might be more Spider-Man focused. That's the prediction we're making. Disney has not said what the B show will be. Um, And the reason I say might be is because Spider-Man already is in the A show. He's already in the Quantum Core show. He was not during the Maiden Voyage and the initial launch of The Wish. He was actually an add-on. Originally, Ant-Man and the Wasp came through the dining room and did sort of the wave and whatnot. And they changed that up because Disney apparently found that a lot of people had no idea who Ant-Man and the Wasp were, but everyone knows who Spider-Man is. So our guess is, again, this is just a prediction, not something that Disney has released, that the B-Show will be more Spider-Man focused. So we'll have a second show that everyone will get to enjoy in Worlds of Marvel, whereas they will replicate the A-Show from The Wish. What do you think, Karen? I think the
2: same. I have not honestly not a huge fan of the Marvel restaurant at all. <laughs> um, so I think it's going to be interesting. Hopefully, they'll do something that has a wider appeal because I feel like it's something that is kind of a polarizing venue.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. We, we this, art, a- this art does make it look like. A Spider-Man specific show because you've got on the screens a specific kind of web, you know, logos and things like that. We Um, do have a
1: couple of people pointing out about Cap's shield being on the map. And that's true. Both Drew and and someone Facebook users also pointed that out. Um, However, remember, everyone, Cap is now Sam. Cap is not the original cap Um, and sam is in the show already on the wish so he is one of the heroes on that show so i don't think the fact that there's a captain america shield means anything um, means that we're going to get a captain america focus show i really don't believe we are we already have of course some marvel stuff in the kids club as well that will also include captain america who is now falcon so yeah it's I don't think that that's um, if anything, that's a Red herring. I think it's going to be a Spider-Man focus show.
0: Yeah. I just want to respond to this comment. Someone, uh, Patricia is is saying she can't watch right now. She hopes she can watch later for anyone out there listening to this. Uh, you know, after the fact, you can absolutely watch the show later. It will be on our live video streams over on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash DCL duo. So if you want to head over there and watch it, instead of listening to it on our podcast channel, you're missing some great artwork from Disney head over there and give it a watch. But yeah, um, I, f- I fully agree with all these comments about worlds of Marvel. Um, you know, look, I, I my biggest complaint about the restaurants on the Wish is the spacing and the crampedness and all of that sort of stuff and none of that's changing on the Treasure. So And the man, volume, right? Yeah. Yeah, well the volume of the shows has definitely gone way up. We're we're going to have a show out later this week about our time on the Magic and man my ears are still ringing from the uh, two dozen happy birthday songs that they were screaming at the top of their lungs in the restaurant. But uh, anyway, Um, I'm, you know, look, I'm I enjoy Worlds of Marvel. I have thought that the repeatability of the show is tough. I like all the little jokes that they do. You know, the kids seem to like the quantum core, at least our son does. I'm hoping maybe the second show is a little bit more fun and you know, maybe has a different interactive quality to it, like Animator's Palette does, where they have, you know, Charles Talk with Crush or Animation Magic, right? But who knows at this point, we don't have a ton of details beyond kind of this limited artwork that Disney has shared with us, but uh, worlds of Marvel is making its return, but let's, uh, Hey, let's head over to something new, right? What does chef have? That's new, Sam.
1: Yes. Chef has Plaza de Coco. So this is the new restaurant on the Disney treasure. It is replacing Arendelle. We expect it to be a, I'll call it a theater in the round or a dinner in the round. So the Coco restaurant will be replacing the Arendelle restaurant. It is going to have Mexican, inspired, I'm using air quotes, inspired fare, which means it will be Americanized Mexican food, as I understand, or maybe it'll be Tex-Mex, who knows. Um, But there will be two shows. They have indicated that one show will be sort of a continuation of where the movie Coco leaves off. We do have, as somebody mentioned in the comments, uh, Miguel is a new face character who is coming on to the Disney Treasure. He will at least be in that dining room. And I would expect that there will also be photo opportunities on board with Miguel and then the B show will be uh, something about his great great or great 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 grandparents I can't well, from remember what,
0: from what we've heard that's not in the press releases but from what we've heard it, it will kind of extend uh, up to that so we don't have definitive details yet beyond what's in our Substack post that Disney shared uh, but from what we believe or, or from what we've heard from some folks who've talked more directly to Disney about it we think it will involve the great great grandparents Karen I'm super uh, interested to hear what you think about this new uh, Cocoa Space on board.
2: This was my favorite part of the announcement today, to be honest. I am really, really excited. I love the dinner theater, music theater concept that um, Disney rolled out um, on, you know, with... Um, Mo- <laughs> Why is my brain freezing here? <laughs> <But> we- Miguel. Miguel. <laughs>
0: No, with uh, uh, with like tangled with and oh, Tiana's, Tiana's, Tiana's yeah, Tiana's,
1: Tiana's place. Oh yeah, place. Rapunzel's royal table, it, Tiana's place. Sorry,
2: Tiana's place, and with royal table. And um, I'm super excited that they have chosen Coco for this theme. I think it has so much potential with really good food that should be, you know, hopefully, you know, pretty accessible to most people. Like I think most people can get into some Tex-Mex, some Mexican options, you know, they can make it accessible to a wide audience. The music should be really fun. The theming will be fun. I just think this is, a, this is going to be, you know, a really great experience on board.
0: Yeah. I'm excited about this. I really hope that they do some fun things with the, uh, the food. Um, it's being described as modern Mexican cuisine or something like that. And so, uh, It'll just be it'll be interesting to see what they do. but I think these stage shows will be fabulous in this restaurant. so i I really like i'm this is a space I'm really, really excited yeah. to experience. Uh, I'm zooming
2: show. in on the picture and wondering if I see mm-hmm. chips and salsa or not. <laughs> oh,
0: yes. Uh,
1: instead of bread, instead of bread rolls, there should be chips and salsa. You, totally you can't get them agree. at Donald's.
0: You can't get them at Donald's Cantina, but you can get them in Plaza de Cocoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, seriously.
1: That's got to be the bread
0: service, right? Is yeah. chips and salsa. Yeah. At
1: least <laughs> one, one of the nights, right? <laughs> the one thing I want to point out is we've seen no announcement from Disney on what the I'm going to call it the tea experience on, you know, on the four original ships. For the four oldest ships, there is the Royal um, Tea, which is a princess-themed tea. And then on the Wish, there is Olaf's Royal Picnic, which is a Frozen-themed experience. And it's it's really for families with young children. So I believe it's ages uh, 3 to 12. You have to have at least one kid in your party. It's quite an expensive experience. But it's a show in Arendelle on The Wish. My hope and expectation is that we will have a cocoa themed sort of picnic or tea experience and, you know, with a similar kind of a show. So that's what I'm crossing my fingers for. But no announcements from Disney about what's going to happen to the tea experience.
0: Yeah let's uh let's head upstairs for a second to the pool deck a couple things coming back that uh, we think people will be excited about one is mickey and friends festival of foods will be making its return so you will still be able to get your mickey's smokestack barbecue your donald's cantina and all of that uh fun stuff that i think people have really liked on the wish uh and have made comments that you know the food experience up on top is uh is not... Uh, it was better than on the other ship. So that stuff is coming back. Also returning Marceline Market. No changes there. That will be the buffet space with Marceline Market. So um, that will be returning as is, as far as we've heard. But new up top is this Jumbo's Sweet Shop, which will replace the Inside Out theme shop that is on The Wish. Uh, Sam, how you feeling about uh, Jumbo's Sweets?
1: Well, as a very big Zootopia fan, I'm very excited about this. Now, I was also very excited about the Inside Out theme, sweet shop, uh, sweet shop, and ice cream shop. I should call it on the Wish. Um, but this one, I'm really hoping they do have jumbo size popsicles like in the movie. I think that'll be a really cute tie-in. I love this rendering, this artwork. I think it's going to be a really cute space. I expect it'll be in the exact same location. It looks like the exact same shape. Right frankly, as the Inside Out shop on The Wish. So yeah, I'm very excited about this one. Um, I think this is a great change, great new IP to put onto the ship. What about you, Karen?
2: I think it's adorable. Uh, And I think, as you said, pretty much the ships are going to be virtually identical. I think there's going to be very minimal changes to the shapes and locations of the different spaces. So it's just going to be really fun to see the new theming. Yeah, I think we should also just point out for folks that this is um, as adorable as it is. (laughs)
1: This is a shop where they charge you extra for the items within. (laughs) Yes. Yes. This is not free uh, soft serve or included soft serve that you get on deck. You can still get soft serve on deck on the wish. I'm sure they'll have that on the treasure. This is real ice cream and gelato and cupcakes and candies and things like that that are all an additional charge.
0: Although, you uh, two things I'll say. One, the pictures are free with uh, Officer Hops and Nick Wilde. And if they look anything like they do in these artist renderings, like I will definitely be getting some photos with two of my <laughs> favorite Zootopia right. characters. Uh, and the other right. thing that we've heard, and you can kind of see off in the left-hand side of the photo, there's some art there that says no free jump pops. We have heard we will be offering Jumbo Pops in the sweet shop. So um, I'm sure not at the size that they were in Zootopia, but still kind of a fun little uh, a suite to have available there uh, if it happens. So anyway, right. I think Don't forget
1: good. your wallet like Nick does. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Hey, before we head on to the bars, because there's some great spaces that we need to talk about there. Um, Sam, I can't recall, but I feel like they did make some announcements about like a coffee space or something like that, an Alice in Wonderland theme from the Disney treasure map. But I can't remember if that got confirmed in the releases that we've seen.
1: I don't believe that's been confirmed in the releases. However, we did see in the artwork and what looks to be, I would say, Alice in Wonderland teapot, design. So I'm expecting some kind of coffee tea shop um, that is in Alice in Wonderland. We've got, you know, on the on the wish, there's the wishing star one, and then there's what's the other one?
0: No, it's a remember. sword. The sword and the shield. Oh yeah, there's the, sh- yeah. The,
1: yeah. There's so there's a there's a sword and the stone themed one and a Pinocchio themed one, basically on the wish. So we're expecting, I would guess, uh, Alice in Wonderland. And what was the other one you mentioned, Karen? I now I'm blanking.
2: The Hey Hey Cafe. Hey That's Hey, Alana the yes. themed.
1: Yeah. Yep. So I would guess that those are maybe the two coffee bars that are sort of centrally located on the ship. I think we're still going to see the Cove Cafe in the adult uh, area. But of course, there, there's there been no announcement on that. This is just us guessing at that point. Yep.
0: Well, let's talk about the new two new bar spaces we do know about on board. And I think we should start with the Wonder of the World, uh, Backside of Water, because we've got <laughs> the Skipper Society... <laughs> I, they just call it the Skipper society. It's not the Skipper yeah. Society Canteen or anything like that. The Skipper Society, which will be the replacement for the Bayou on board, um, yep. Karen. What do you what do you think about this one?
2: I think everybody's been waiting for this, <laughs> and they and I mean they fed into it quite well on the video reveal with, you know, lots of fun puns. I hope that they train the staff well to participate and in all of the jokes. Um I think it's I think it's going to be a fun, a fun, laid back, um, lighthearted space. So why not? We've all been waiting for it.
0: Can yeah. I just say I was not shocked to see a smoked old-fashioned make an appearance in the video because those things have popped up in every bar on all of the ships that have been on recently. So yeah. uh, it was comical because in Keys on the Magic, which we just got off of over Labor Day weekend here, uh, I think the whole bar smelled like smoke because of all the smoked old-fashioned. And making. I was curious
2: about the waffle.
0: Yes, yes. Because it's interesting. In this photo, you see, they're actually serving beignets. It looks True. like. Not I wonder if they
1: might I wonder if they might have both. I will say I would prefer the beignets over those Zeppelin's that we just had the other day on the magic in the soul cat lounge. So um, bring me more beignets. Ah, and Matthew is correcting us. The Cove cafe is on the website. So I missed that, but it's Moana inspired. So maybe the Hey, Hey cafe is actually the Cove cafe. Hmm. Yeah, that could be, that could be,
0: that could be for sure. Um, I also thought I saw a cool picture at one point of one of the, the, you know, there's that big round booth in the bayou that we like to sit in, Sam. I think I saw a cool picture of that. Uh, oh, I do yeah. hope that there's some punny uh, bartenders in uh, I hope in there. so too,
1: because we have that both on, on the Jungle Cruise ride itself. You have those skippers that do puns, obviously the entire ride, but then you also have that in Trader Sam's and you have that great tiki, you know, drink menu. I'm really hoping that they take some of those items from the Trader Sam's locations in both Walt Disney World and Disneyland and put them on the ship and really, as Karen mentioned, really train the staff to do those puns because that's the thing that's kind of missing on the ship in Hyperspace Lounge. We've talked about this pairing hyperspace lounge to sublight lounge on the galactic star cruiser Mm -hmm. and having that sort of immersive experience where the bartenders and the wait staff really are part of the story i think is key to that experience so i really 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 hope that skipper society does that you know it doesn't have to be completely immersive you don't have to feel that you're on a you know a jungle cruise but having at least the wait staff do you know punny sayings i think would be great
0: yeah and I, sh- I should emphasize, too, Disney has taken pains in a lot of the materials that we've seen to emphasize that these spaces that have these like Jungle Cruise theming and, uh, you know, other kinds of uh, what I'll call, uh you know, movie kind of potential theming, they're focusing on the rides, not on the films. And so uh, a lot of these experiences, the theming is really about. The ride experience and not about, like, you're not going to see a picture of the rock hanging up in the the Skipper Society lounge. The one thing I was, I guess, a little surprised by was leading up to the announcement, there was a lot of speculation of some tie in with the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. And thus far, like, kind of zero tie in uh, or direct tie in. I thought it would have been interesting if that. A uh, new Jungle Cruise theme bar had some tie back to the uh, Society of Explorers and Adventurers, but apparently not. Apparently not. So,
1: yeah, but you never know. They could work that in, and they could work it into like the Uncharted Adventure or something like that. There's yeah. been no announcements about the Uncharted Adventure, and there's still a lot of opportunity to do some tie-ins. Oh, we screwed up on the Hey Hey Cafe. That is apparently replacing whatever the cafe on deck four was. That's next to Hook's Bar Blues. Yeah,
0: that's one of the sorters here.
2: Your viewers might have found that there is a deck plan up now. Uh, ah. I hadn't seen it before, but when I we saw that comment, that. I thought yeah. that there must be. And um, I'm trying to find, hey, hey, honey, here, but they do have a general deck plan for the treasure. So um, awesome. I got to it from the Disney Treasure landing page.
0: All right, we'll have to go over there and check that out. Last time we got to sleuth around and find the spots that were unlabeled and try to guess at what they were. That's what led to the uh, speculation about the tower suite on the wish. Yeah. Uh, Is there a
1: nightingales on there? That's actually really key. Yeah. Does does nightingales appear on deck four or deck three? Is that, I can't remember three, I think.
0: Yeah. Drew's asking, isn't the main guy from the video part of the, part of the sea? Uh, And I mean, that's what we all thought. Uh, That was our, our thinking, but there's no, This is a new character. This Anthony Quinn character is brand new. Arthur Arthur Quinn. Arthur Quinn, sorry. Arthur Quinn is brand new into the sort of universe here. So I suspect he's tied into C in some way, but there's no overt... Theming there yet so um we'll see we shall see what happens um i did want to so head we over have,
2: um, just real quick we have the jade cricket cafe and the hey hey cafe are the walk-up
1: cafes ah, um, exactly. so that's that's mulan themed so then that explains exactly. the artwork of the cricket or uh, yep. on the uh, on the map yep. so yep. those are the, going to be the ones that are off the grand hall
0: yeah Let's head over to look. This is personally, uh, you know, I said I was really excited for Plaza de Coco. I am super excited for this bar on board the Wish, barring the haunted mansion theme bar, which is the Periscope Pub. This is the first time I have seen yeah. them go with kind of a non-Irish theme pub on one of the ships, yeah. and I got to tell you, this this thing looks interesting. The only criticism i might have about it the theming is super immersive except that you can kind of see behind the periscope there the portholes the portholes we have been told will be looking out onto the ocean and so while you are beneath the ocean in the bar you'll be able to see the ocean outside the window now at night i don't think it matters during the day i expect this place is going to be much more about watching sports than being immersed in the underwater theming. so i don't think this is trivia yeah, I don't think this matters a ton. I think what will matter a ton is the execution of this artwork and how far they really go. Like, will those periscopes actually work? Will you be able to look in them and see something? Will that big dome ceiling that's supposed to reflect under the sea be more than just glass with blue lights? Will it do something more? So, I think it will be interesting to see like how far you go with this theming. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know, Karen. What did you? What do you think about that? It's just interesting to me that they're breaking away from this Irish pub thing and going something new.
2: It is the odd theme for a sports pub, but it just seemed to me like they are really trying to connect with like core nostalgic Disney fans Mm -hmm. with this choice. You know, it's, it's that, you know, kind of like just a a modernized throwback. (laughs) Does that make sense? Um, so I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how they do it. Um, mm-hmm. But it's um, as you said, Brian. It's it's ultimately going to be you know the place for sports and trivia and things like that.
0: And beer. It's a, it, they've, they've emphasized this will be the place to go get your microbrew beer and and all of that sort of stuff. So yep. the 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 overall kind of you know, theme of the food and drink is not changing. What is changing is the atmosphere around you. I, I I sort of applaud them for theming a space that heretofore has kind of been just consistently themed across the fleet and trying to take a chance here. So let's just see, I suppose, how well they, uh, they execute on this decision. But uh, overall, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty excited about this.
1: To me, it also... Harkens a little bit back to the Meridian Lounge on the Dream and the Fantasy. Now I know it's not exactly the same, but it gives me a you know a kind of a similar vibe to that bar, which I love, and I love that bar. That's between Paulo and Remy on the Dream and the Fantasy. So I yeah. I like this because I feel like it's going to be more themed than that, but have a similar vibe.
0: I did want to share this uh, comment that the two empty spots on the deck plan are Nightingales and Hyperspace. So that that does tell me. At least, I suspect that means Nightingale's theming will be changing because if it's blank, it means right. it's not necessarily just staying the same in terms of theming. So um, I think if you're reviewing the deck plan and you see spaces that still don't have a name, uh, that might be an indicator you're going to see more from from Disney uh, down the line. I think that's a
2: good call because we do have Apollo Steakhouse, Enchante, and mm-hmm. The Rose all labeled on the deck plan.
0: Yeah. yeah, let let's head up to the the pool deck for a second. I just want to talk about again things that aren't changing first, just to get those out of mm-hmm. the way. Adult space, not theming. It does it does seem like there's going to be some newer theming to Cove Cafe, but the space itself, same size, same location, adult pool area, same size, same location, same amenities. Uh, splash. Well, the Cove
1: Cafe Cove Cafe already is Moana themed on Oh
0: right. Because right. it's
1: got yeah. Maui Hook in the it's yep. it's lightly it's sort of Polynesian themed. It's not like it doesn't go like full throttle IP. Let me put it.
0: You're that way. you're you're right about that. I don't go there enough to to know that because it's so tucked away and hidden. But yeah. you know, hey, that's not changing. Uh, um, but uh, so nothing changing up there. Nothing changing about the pool deck layout in terms of the pools. Uh, the Hero Zone is returning, is making its comeback. So that will be there on board the Wish. Uh, all of the kids' play spaces and splash pads are going to be themed similar to what they are. I think Wheezy's Freezy's is definitely making a return. I saw that in some of the announcement uh, material we got. Uh, so there. basically, just imagine everything staying the same with right. one notable... Toy
1: Splash Pad, Slidosaurus Rex, all of that.
0: Yeah. So just imagine everything staying the same with sort of one exception, which is the Aquamouse is returning. The Aquamouse, we know, will have the two shows that you can find on The Wish today. So the Abominable Snowman show and I forget the other one is the Under the Sea kind of adventure but the Aquamouse is getting a new adventure, The Hunt for the Golden Egg. And so uh this seems to be potentially it's like following Mickey and Minnie on a hunt for a golden egg. I'd hoped it would involve Donald. I really wanted that pyramid to be like DuckTales themed but yeah, uh, but for now, we know it's the Hunt for the Golden Egg. They did not give us artwork for that. But if you go back and watch the video that they put out, uh, they did have... Actually, they did give us one piece of art here. They did have... The pyramid um, on they, the they map. Had some, Yeah. Well, and they also had in the video itself, as he was riding through the Aquamouse, oh, yes. they showed some of the screens. So here's kind of a, a preview, I suppose, of, um, of what this is going to look like on board. Karen, surprised at all about Kind of what's going on with the Aquamouse here?
2: No, I'm not surprised, but I'm also underwhelmed. This was another one of those kind of meh moments. Uh, you know, the aqua I still uh you think the aquamouse is uh
1: didn't live up to its potential that I'd hoped for. And this doesn't change anything.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, especially, I think they
1: overhyped the Aqua Mouse at the start, right? I actually, I really like the Aqua Mouse, but they overhyped it as a coaster at sea, right? Or water coaster or whatever. It's not. It's a water slide with a show built into it. I really think it's fun. Bill, it to me that it's an Aqua coaster, it doesn't live up to that expectation, right? Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Overpromise, overpromise. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, let's uh. So a, a couple more spaces that aren't changing. So notably, kids clubs, uh, not changing at all. Actually, the Oceaneers Club. They have said that the spaces will be largely the same as they are today. They gave us the names of the various spaces that will be on there, and they line up, you know, nicely with the the wishes current spaces. Possible you'll see some update, you know, some updates, new art, something like that. But largely, the Oceaneers much, Club vibe. They,
1: they showed us video that was in the Wishes Kids Club. Yeah. As yeah. as the Treasures Kids Club. Like that wasn't CGI. That was actual video. You could tell. <laughs> yeah.
0: So largely those are staying the same. Edge and vibe, largely staying the same. Again, maybe you'll see a little bit of a difference in kind of the decor inside, but largely will be where they are. Spaces will be the same. I uh, should also highlight... Spa is staying the same. Uh, so, still an element spa, still an outdoor rainforest room. Uh, they did share some art of the rainforest room. It looks exactly like the rainforest room does today. So, I'm not surprised by that. It's a third party kind of managed space. And so, I'm not really surprised that they're not really like. Doing something crazy with the spa. Um, we've also, by the way, heard that most of the shopping will stay largely the same. We've not heard about any like big plans to reduce the size of the, uh, you know, what do you call it, the luxury goods shopping spaces on yeah, board. It's a so. So that that is kind of a miss for me. I feel like that was something they could have done because it's not about creating new space or adjusting size of space so much as maybe putting another bar space in part of the shopping areas. But they're not doing that as far as we can tell. Uh, so nothing changing there. Um, the other place that we've got some big changes, though, is the theater. So Sam, do you want to talk about the shows that are coming and shows that yeah. we don't know about yet?
1: Yeah, sure. So we know Beauty and the Beast is coming to the Disney treasure. I imagine they are just going to be replicating the show that is wonderful, successful and award winning off of the Disney dream. Um, so Beauty and the Beast the stage show will be on the, the treasure. They're also replicating Seize the Adventure, which is the I'll call it short or shorter. It's about, you know, 35 minute um, show that is currently on the Disney wish. It's, it's the first night show on the Disney wish. So it's a shorter one. It is a, um, I'll call it a variety show, um, akin to like a, you know, Golden Mickey's or Disney Dreams, but it does have a storyline. It focuses on Goofy and him learning to essentially captain the ship. I'll say no more about that, but I actually think it's one of the best uh, new shows on board. Um, so I'm happy about that they have released no details about what the third show is going to be, except to say that there will be a third show. So we don't know, but this is the one that we're hoping for Moana, um, you know, Or potentially, I guess, Lion King. I mean, Lion King would fit with the adventure theming as well. Moana would fit with the adventure theming. I know there's some folks who are saying, what about Frozen? There was some Frozen artwork on the treasure map, and we do not know where that is going to fit in. I personally do not think that Frozen is going to be on this stage. I think we're going to see a new show. And the reason I say that is because... Frozen is currently on two of the ships already. It's on the wonder and on the fantasy and it is a fantastic stage show, but I think fans and guests will be disappointed if there isn't at least one new show on the Disney treasure. So that's what I'm, that's what my prediction. I'm not, like I said, I'm not sure if it's going to be Moana or if it's going to be Lion King, or maybe it's going to be something I haven't thought about. Maybe it will be completely new original show. Um, that's certainly a possibility like they did with the Disney Wish. They had, you know, the Little Mermaid as their new show and that has been on Broadway. So it would be an easy or easy-ish transfer to bring the Lion King, for example, on, back onto the stage or onto the stage yeah. of the Disney uh, Disney Cruise Line.
0: Yeah, just just a couple comments from the chat. I wanted to address. So Drew is saying the new Star Wars creature area look cool. Drew, I'll just say the existing Star new. Wars is creature area in the kids club looks mm-hmm. almost exactly the same. So it's, it's not it's really not
1: new. it's the same area. It, yeah. So
0: it's not new. Um, Matt, you were saying that they didn't show the actual theater. So I put up the artwork of the theater that we have seen from Disney Cruise Line. Again, these are renderings, so we don't know what this will ultimately look like. Uh, and then uh, some uh, Matt, you're also saying Peter Pan would be great. Uh, I know there were some Peter Pan references in the map. However, we know that Hook's Barbary is returning on board. And I suspect that that's what that ties to because it was Hook's ship out in the bay. So um, as for... Sam, I agree with the new show. I'm not sure it will be Lion King either for a reason that we'll talk about in just uh, a second. Uh, But yeah. Uh, What are you hoping for, Karen, in terms of a new show?
2: I agree that it's got to be a new show. Maybe I just... you know, That was what I wanted to hear. And that's what I heard. Her new show, I feel like they've got to give uh, Disney Cruisers something new and different to experience on board. And as I said, you know, the announcement didn't have a lot new to appeal, I think. So um, I think it's going to be new. I am curious if they're going to do a Lion King tie in, given what I think you're about to go for with the Serabi Lounge. Um, but we shall see.
0: Yeah. Yeah, let's head over to Sarabi Lounge. Before we get there, I should say that, uh, and Taryn's pointed this out in her comments, uh, we do have heart, art of both of the movie theaters on board. They are going to be the Neverland and Wonderland theaters. So again, Neverland Theater could also tie off to the Peter Pan artwork, but Neverland and Wonderland will be returning. But what is n- new-ish is uh, Sarabi, which is the replacement for Luna that is on The Wish. So the treasure will have Sarabi, uh, what we know is that it, much like on The Wish, will be a two-story open-air space. So Disney did not really respond to guest feedback about the open-air nature of that space on board The Wish. I uh, put the artwork up here so you can kind of see what they are you know, showing that it will look like. Uh, but, you know, g- gorgeous space. I still think that Luna has a lot of potential in it. Um But I don't know, Karen, what what do you think here? I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed that they didn't enclose it in some way.
2: Yeah, I think that, you know, it's this space has issues and concerns. And uh, I'm not surprised that they made any changes. As I said, I think there's going to be, you know, very minimal structural changes um, with this ship and whatever the next one in this line are. So it is what it is. But the theming looks pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Sam.
1: Yeah, I agree i I'm disappointed that they didn't at least enclose the space because I think they could have done that without changing its footprint. Um, i it's not my favorite of the spaces I prefer the spaces on board all four of the original ships over the one on the wish um, but I do love like the theming I like that they've you know integrated Lion King I think it does fit with the adventure theming I, I like the color tones all of that so you know I'm looking forward to see how they do it. In real life, because this is, of course, a rendering. But you know, I'm hopeful it will be. I mean, the Luna space is a beautiful space too. I just don't like the way it functions.
0: Yeah, I, I, I still think that space has a lot of potential. But yeah, I, yeah, we'll see. I don't use it as much as I probably would like to. Although, again, with seven night sailings. You know, now you've got time to actually sit in some of these spaces and enjoy them, whereas on seven okay. night sail- or three night sailings, you're like, "Well, I got to pick the bar I want to go to, and that's the one." Uh, so right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's head over and talk about staterooms. Everyone's always interested in the staterooms, and so uh, we'll go. We'll start at sort of look. Disney has not released a ton of art for the staterooms. <laughs> say that they've released a monumental amount of art for the concierge staterooms on board, but for the the non-concierge staterooms uh, were a little light. So I'm going to just show you kind of the, the stateroom that they have put up or put out the artwork for, which is a veranda stateroom uh, on the treasure, which we know that I think it's 855, 77 of the... 1,256 staterooms, I believe, on board will have verandas. So over seventy percent of the staterooms will look like what you're seeing right now, um, with different theming, as like they did on the Wish, where different floors were different properties. Uh, Sam, do you remember the the pro- I know it's Aladdin. Um, I can't remember the other the other ones that they're theming them out to. They did say
1: I honestly don't remember this detail. Um, I just I remembered Aladdin. I think maybe Lion King is one of the other ones.
0: Yeah, it's it's Lion King, or no, Jungle like, Book. No, it's Aladdin, Pocahontas, Up, and Encanto uh, for the non-concierge rooms, and then the concierge rooms will be Lion King, the Jungle Book, and Aladdin. Uh, so
2: there is a little bit more renderings on the Disney Treasure website now for um, the different category rooms, but they all seem to show Aladdin art. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They probably did only one set of renderings so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, they well,
2: have, you know, you can see the veranda, you can see an ocean view, you can see an inside, but um mm-hmm. art is all the same.
0: What I do like is and I don't think that they do, I, I don't remember if they've done this on the wish because we haven't we haven't seen the bunk bed in a little bit in one of our rooms, but if you look at this rendering they've got the bunk bed down and they've got this nice big light up artwork of the genie up that's above cool. the bunk bed and I, you know, that's that's fun. That's fun. Um, what I'm not seeing on these renderings is how that they may have tried to solve the storage space problem. Uh, because what we heard on the wish is, well, she's a bespoke ship for three and four night sailings. And so the storage is meant to accommodate these three and four night sailings, right? Well, the treasure is supposed to be a bespoke ship for seven night sailings. <laughs> and I'm not seeing a heck of a lot more storage space. And the storage you know, space was already like tight.
1: Furniture. Yeah. yeah,
0: the storage space was identical. already tight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know how a family of four or even five would be able to get their stuff put away in one of these rooms with the current set of storage space. But yeah, it's uh, it seems seems not great. Uh, so we, we shall see. We shall see. These are still just renderings. Uh, yeah. Well, Karen, let's head over to your world. The the um, the rooms you like the most, because we've got a ton of artwork on both. Uh, well, on basically all the concierge rooms. Uh, so I'll go ahead and I'll throw up here a uh, a rendering of the veranda room for a concierge stateroom on board. What do you what do you think of these uh, these concierge rooms they're putting out?
2: I think they look beautiful. I think they're beautiful on the Wish. I think the new decor and theming and palette look really really pretty.
1: Oh, that's gorgeous. I think it's gorgeous. Um, so there's the other right Rock, yeah.
0: Yeah, we're showing a a concierge. Uh, veranda room right now um and then they also they they said this was a concierge veranda but it's actually i believe uh the one bedroom side of a concierge room that they put out which you know looks equally stunning here so you can see the large dining table and the divider uh interestingly enough we learned that the divider um uh, is where the bunk bed is. It kind of comes down. There's a seating area in the back. So, uh, gorgeous, gorgeous staterooms. Uh, we are seeing that prices have been posted on the Disney Cruise Line website, which makes me want to head over there live as we're talking uh, to see what that is looking like. Uh, but I'm afraid I might faint while doing that. So I will, uh, I will head over there, Steve. If you're if you're watching and you want to post some of the prices in the chat, we will put them up. I am. So curious what the starting prices are across um, the uh, the post. Oh, he says the leak was accurate. So, uh, yep. You're, if you want to sail in a family veranda stateroom on board the Disney Wish, that's going to be starting at $35,000. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. I cannot believe that. And I cannot that means, believe that.
1: What was that? Fifteen dollars for uh, four adults in an inside cabin. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's unreal. Uh, I'm just going to go on record and say, Disney, you have lost your minds at that. So, uh, wow.
2: Wow. I feel like we say that every time. And yet... And it then will still, we, still, we, still and out. And then we book. And then we still, still book. Still and out. yet, it still, people still book. So. But what's crazy
0: to me is it's $35,000 to sail in the tower suite on the Wish. Uh, and so... To say that a family veranda concierge stateroom is is that wow, that's 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 tough math to swallow. Um, well, let's move on to those uh, royal suites, which will go for a pretty penny on the uh, the maiden. <laughs> uh, so they've got two themings of the royal suites we should just put up here briefly and. Karen, Sam, let me know your thoughts. Yeah, these are Bagheera
1: and Raja. So Bagheera, for those who don't remember, is the panther from the Jungle Book movie, and then Raja is the tiger from Aladdin. She's you know Jasmine's tiger, and so um, the these concierge uh, royal suites are themed after those two beautiful cats. Um, This is this them? Wow. Yeah, or is this the
0: this this, this is the Bagheera? This, this looks the
1: like the. This looks nope, like it would be the funnel to me, but it's it, not because right. this is not Epcot wow. theming.
0: This is the this is the Bagira Suite uh, right here, and wow. then we have the um, the bedroom area as well uh, for folks who are interested in seeing that. There it is. Uh, so that's the bedroom area and the Bagheera Suite, and then I will pull up also the um, the Raja Suite here in one second. Um, I think the, the theming on both of these is gorgeous. Here's the, uh, the bathroom that people just die for. And I can completely understand why that's the case. Uh, there you go. please <laughs> shower oh, wow. right out on shower right out onto the ocean, sit in your soaking tub right out on the ocean.
2: And what's Gorgeous. really cool about that bathroom is that with a touch of the button, those windows become opaque. So you don't have to worry that a dolphin will see you in the bathtub. Um, <laughs> it they become you know it's a, it's a beautiful, just you know fun little button that makes it clear versus
1: oh. Um, come kind of covered and I mean that is a gorgeous, gorgeous bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Hey, for those who are talking in the chat about the itineraries, I understand they're not yes posted by Disney, but if you head and back and watch from the start of this video, uh, you will see we talked about the itineraries and so we posted some information that was sent out to travel agents, and it's essentially Eastern-Western seven-night itineraries starting on December 21st, 2024. So if you count from there, it is every seven nights, There is an, it, it goes back and forth between the Eastern and the Western with one missing, which is January 4th sailing, which we are predicting will be a DVC charter.
0: Yep and uh here's the last suite for which we have the artwork for this would be the funnel suite folks no major redesigns here i'm a little you know again disappointed that they didn't find a way to maybe put a balcony off of one of these suites that's been a consistent complaint uh but this is themed to epcot uh that is the theming it's for by Epcot. The t- sure it's but it's it's
2: uh the tomorrow the tomorrow suite
0: yes and
2: it has my name on it
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm going to have to figure out how to get in because after getting in on the wish um, tower suite um, you know it's going to just feel really sad if I can't spend enough <laughs> on <in> here <laughs> the the one, you, Karen, this, <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> the one thing I wanted to say
2: take me with you I'll take all of you
0: the one thing I want to say about this suite was um, so when they announced the wish tower suite it was going to be Moana themed it is Moana themed but they did announce some um, uh, in room you know, interactive art pieces themed to Moana. The heart of Te Fiti, uh was supposed to light up and interact in the room, and that did not Never come happened. to pass. They are once again promising some interactive art pieces in this tower suite, and uh, I sure hope they make it work this time because uh, they keep promising this, and I think it'd be really interesting to see what they do with it. Um, but it did not happen on the wish, so I'm hopeful that maybe they make it work on the on the treasure. Yeah. We won't be sailing in this suite. So we'll have to rely on Karen to tell us if the artwork is (laughs) correct or
2: not. (laughs) I should be so lucky again.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, I think that
0: pretty much covers everything from end to ends that they announced today. As we said, if you know we're not talking about it in the show, it's either because they didn't make an announcement about it or you should just expect it to be largely the same... But, you know, Karen, any sort of final thoughts as we wind down here? And I'm going to scroll through some of these posts to see if there's any uh, questions that we didn't answer.
2: Uh, Just a plug, as the show sponsored, we are taking requests for quotes and bookings. Um, We have the link posted in the DCL Duo group, Um, we have a form that you can submit. We are happy to get you pricing ahead of your booking date for your specific sailing so that you can look at, you know, for your family and the type of room that you're interested in and to keep posted on availability. Um, And we're just looking forward to more announcements. I suspect that we're going to have, you know, different updates trickle out and that maybe the rest of the, season, I should say, because normally we get January to May at once. And we don't quite have that much for the treasure. And we don't have that much for the other ships. I suspect those will be out in about another four to six weeks.
0: Yeah. No. And actually it looked it does look like the pricing might be slightly different. I went ahead and browsed over and pulled up the website. So I just I just want to put up the actual website pricing here for one second. Again, probably all subject to change as we have come to know Disney IT is not always hundred percent accurate but uh for the seven night Eastern Caribbean cruise from Port Canaveral uh which is the maiden voyage they're saying an inside cabin will start at eleven thousand five hundred dollars ocean view at 12 veranda at 14 concierge at just under 30 at 29 32 so right.
1: and those are based yeah. on are double you, occupancy probably is that two adults correct
0: yeah that's, yeah. It, that's yeah. probably yeah. uh actually yeah. that is for uh three de three guests so yes okay.
2: Okay. so, so. Makes sense what they were seeing for four. Yes. And we will see how it goes. Maybe there'll be some uh, surprise (laughs) changes, but I have a feeling that they're going to stick with their guns, at least on these first couple of sailings and they will
1: not, they, you know, they're going to fail. Yeah. yeah, You know, I did see one. um, I wanted to talk just a bit about the, you know, Haunted Mansion theming. We know, obviously, from various artwork and hints that there will be something Haunted Mansion themed. Of course, we have predicted, we predict and still continue to predict it will be a replacement for the Hyperspace Lounge. Um, Somebody was mentioning in the comments that they were hoping for something pirate themed. And I'm going to tell you, I don't believe that Nightingales will be a pirate-themed bar because you already have Hook's Barbary that's pirate-themed. You also will have a pirate night, pirate deck party. And now you've got Peter Pan and Captain Hook on the back of the ship so i don't think we're going to see and we've got the neverland theater as well i don't think we're going to see more pirate theming than that um that's just but that's a personal prediction uh no idea what nightingales will turn into as but i'm in agreement with both karen and brian that because they haven't given us the theming it is more likely to be something new than a replica of nightingales
0: yeah 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 well I will wrap it up here and say, look, we're very, very excited uh, for the treasure. Not excited about these prices for the maiden voyage. It's making me rethink our strategy on getting on this ship. But uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll keep you, our listeners, posted as to what we decide because we got to decide here in the next week or so uh, what we're going to do. Actually, by the twelfth. So, um, so yeah. yeah. But I, well, overall... we'll be talking
1: to our travel agent at My Path yes. Unwinding Travel. That's and true. just to put in one other plug for My Path Unwinding to let you all know, if you don't already know, you don't pay anything. For use of their services to book a Disney cruise, that you get the same pricing whether you book directly with Disney or whether you support a small business like a travel agency. So, uh, you know, either book with my path and winding travel or the travel agent if you've been using somebody else that you like, that's fine too. But remember, you don't pay anything extra to get the services of a professional who can help guide you through that booking process.
0: Yeah. So. I'll just wrap up and say I'm really excited for this ship. We we actually are in the camp of we enjoy sailing on the Wish and we find it a really fun ship to be on. And I think this ship will kind of quickly start to come up into the top three of our favorite Disney ships, uh, especially with the seven night itinerary so you can experience more on board. But with that, we'll just say thanks for watching. Thanks for listening later from home. If you are, and just one more time, if you want to actually see the photos and things we put up, just head over to youtube.com slash DCL duo, look in our live, Video feed, and you can rewatch uh, all of that with the uh, with the photos and the other graphics that we had. But for we now, we also we'll just...
1: have a Substack article detailing all of uh, all of what you've seen today in our live show and more. So if you want to head to our Substack to read about um, this ship, we've got that as well.
0: Yep. So with that, thanks everybody out there for watching. If you would do us a favor, if you enjoyed it of uh, hitting subscribe and like on the video, we would uh, greatly appreciate it. But for now, we'll just say see you next time. And uh, special thanks to Karen for coming on today. We really appreciate it.
2: Thanks for having
1: me. All right. See you see real you soon, you. everyone. Thanks, everybody.
0: All the things are there, including a way you can sign up to be a guest on the show if you'd like to share your Disney Cruise Line experience. Most importantly, you can always email us at dclduo at gmail.com if you'd like to connect with us, or you can call our voicemail line if you'd like to leave us a message. We love to include the voices of our listeners in our show. Just dial 402-413-5590. That's 402-413-5590. And that will head straight to our Google Voice voicemail line. The DCL Duo podcast is not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Company, or the Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Disney company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent or the great folks over at My Path Unwinding Travel. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with a DCL duo. Good night.